Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reuse hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, Francine, we're getting back in here with Eyes Up Here, and we're talking about Native Sunscreen. Yeah, Native Sunscreen has been great. You know, we were talking earlier that it's been kind of chilly, and I use sunscreen all year round. I don't just use it in the summertime, because you always have to protect your skin from the UV rays. So I started using it as soon as I got it. And even though the sun's not out anymore, I use it on my face, underneath my makeup, and it's been working really well. Also, the pool's going to be coming up, so I'm going to be using a lot of it in the summer. Um, I love the feeling of soaking up the sun this time of year. But with all that time in the sun, I'm always worried about protecting my skin. With Native Sunscreen, I can give my skin the protection it needs and soak up some much-needed sun as well. Now, Native is quickly absorbing. It's ultra-sheer, hydrating, and lightweight sunscreen formula offers broad spectrum of SPF 30 protection from UVA and UVB rays. All Native Sunscreen is made with a 20% active zinc oxide formula that is dermatologist tested and suitable for sensitive skin. All native sunscreen is made with oils derived from plants that seal in skin moisture and is vegan and cruelty free. You can choose from one of native's three delicious but subtle scents like coconut and pineapple, rosé, or sweet peach and nectar for your face and body. Or you can try native's unscented option. Now, I like the unscented option. I don't like to smell things, especially when I use them on my face. So right now, even though it's not a scent, I am really digging native's unscented sunscreen. I apply it every day. I use it on my face. If my upper decollete area is being exposed, I also put it on there and it protects me because the sun is there. Even though there's clouds, you might get some rays coming through. So I use it winter, spring, summer, and fall. Yeah, but Francine, did you know with all native sunscreen, you get protection from the sun that is free of chemical actives like oxybenzone, octanoxate, and avabenzone, which makes native sunscreen compliant with the Hawaii Act 104, which was passed in an effort to protect Hawaii's reefs. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Wow. So give your skin the protection it deserves with Native's Mineral Sunscreens. 
Go to nativedeo.com slash Francine or use the promo code Francine at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash Francine or use promo code Francine at checkout. nativedeo.com slash Francine or use the promo code Francine. And tell them Eyes Up Here sent you. Two, one. Did you want to go to like Hollywood? Frankie goes to Hollywood, right? <laughs> All right. Love it. Not only are we going to get extreme, not only are we ready to rock, but this is eyes up here and you're listening to an all new eyes up here on the creative control network if you didn't know by now my name is chad and every single week i'm joined here by the one and only queen of extreme francine we're gonna get rolling into it right now before we do that i want to welcome her in queen of extreme francine how are you on this beautiful wonderful beautiful day cold day dreary miserable day yeah what's up with that it's cold i don't know man spring beautiful day this weather has been so crazy it got up to like 87 degrees at one point and i think it's doing that again either tomorrow or uh thursday and then again all next week 60 degrees so i can't keep up with this weather i mean we've been outside enjoying it and told my husband can we get the pool opened and he didn't go he's like no the temperatures are gonna drop we can't do it yet well you don't get your flowers yet folks you can't do no. flower gardens and, and flower beds yet well, not yet people are mowing our our lawn oh. care yeah our lawn care service started yeah i heard the kids outside mowing for us and we, as we walked around there there was someone that opened their pool already oh, so I, they did it's open. They must, they must like their headlights. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, <laughs> my kids were like, oh, mom, their pool's open. Can we open our pool? I was like, Ugh, I think it's a little too early. So hey, anyway. Nothing, nothing says extreme like talking <laughs> about gardening and the weather <laughs> on Eyes Up Here. <laughs> That's where we're at at this point in life, uh-huh. you know? But uh, no, I, I, I'm looking forward to summer. It's my favorite and uh, my favorite season. And I can't wait to just veg in the pool that's what i want to do this summer just lay around and relax and get tan and have barbecues and you know just live life yolo yolo Yolo. i uh, i'm in the market for a brand new grill so oh we bought one yeah yeah Um, my my first ever propane grill Uh uh-huh uh-huh so well wait for memorial day weekend because that's when the sales hit yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I'm uh, I'm tempted. You know, I'm not even gonna fire up the old charcoal Flintstone grill. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 
Even though my dad is a staunch non-believer in the propane grill, he thinks, why, why even bother? You have a stove inside. I'm like, no, I, I'm not waiting for the, the stupid briquettes to turn. I'm not doing this anymore. I've, yeah. I've earned a propane grill. My, yeah, this we my have <laughs> yeah, we have one too. Um, they're nice. Steaks on the grill, all delicious, you know? All food cooked on the grill is so good. And I just, I, I don't know. I just love summer. I can't wait. It's, uh, it's my chill season. Like, it just makes me really relaxed. And I don't know. We're still going to do school for the kids. But, um, like, they, <laughs> my son's like, oh, when we have summer break. My husband's like, no break. And he's like, what? I was going to say, we could start doing like uh, Tuesday morning lives or Wednesday morning lives, but now you got school in the summer. Like, what we a drag. You have school. Yeah, but, but they don't. Genius. I mean, it's going to be quick. It's, what are we going to do? We're going to keep it light, maybe an hour, two hours at the most. And then they have the rest of the day to play. So why not keep it going? It's easy. And they'll get done quicker. What a good principal and teacher you are. I, I'm so good. You know, I'm just like, let's go. Let's do it. But their faces drop like no summer vacay. I'm like, every day is summer vacay in this house. Come on. Get with it. Well, so you were off this weekend. So you got to, I was. Uh, you got to chill after your big weekend. The previous weekend, did you get to uh, bask in a little relaxation? I did. I did. I, I, you know, I caught up on some laundry and some housework and stuff. But for the most part, just... You know, got some pizza. We caught up on some shows. Uh, we've been watching some really good stuff um, off of the Plex, and uh, very nice. Yeah, it was it was nice. I, I got to chill with the hubs, and we watched like I think we watched like three hours of some. We haven't done that in like a really long time, so we just hung out and watched TV while the kids played, and it was nice. It was quiet. I like these kind of days, you know. I uh, d- discovered a show on the Plex as well, uh, The Servant. What? Who's that? I don't. Um, so I, I I couldn't tell you one of the actors' names. There's uh, oh one of the ki- one of the kids from Harry Potter's in it. Oh. Um, the uh, the red haired kid is in it, but he oh it takes place in Philly. It's uh it's it's all throughout Philly. Um, this story, but it's supernatural and uh, oh now. We, I think we're about a season and a half in. I've slept through about forty-five <laughs> percent of the episodes. Why even bother? They're thirty minutes apiece, so they're not—they're consumable. Uh, but I've I, just been either like working in the background while dude. they're on, or I've been so tired while we're watching them. I've slept through a lot of them. That's what like, happens when you hit forty. You get on that couch and you just. You just zone, man. And I just go like, um, and I, I just like intermittently go like, oh, oh, yeah, that was cool. That's great. <laughs> and I just like try to play it off. And she's like, I'm, so at the end of it, I'm like, all right, just tell me what. Happened. Yeah, what happened? Because I have no clue. I don't pretty, even, you know, pretty good. <laughs> I don't even attempt to put something on past like nine o'clock because I, there's no way. I can't do it. My 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 eyes will not stay open if a movie comes on. I just I just I can't. I don't the Mets know. were on the West Coast last night as we're ah. recording this. Okay, the game started at ten o'clock. Jesus, how do you do? That? It ended know. at one fifteen in the morning. You watched okay? the whole thing? Now, hang on. I had practice with the softball team last night, and to end the softball practice at about we ended seven thirty at about seven fifteen. 
I sent them all out to the outfield and I did fly balls with them. But for my own amusement, I wasn't just hitting fly balls. Like I was launching them to the outfield to have them running after him. I was so done when we <laughs> got home. I I'm not even, this is no exaggeration. I made it one batter into the game and I, I was out oh, and I woke up at, at six, 45, whenever the heck I woke up and yep. saw the score. That was how I knew what happened in the game. One batter into the game. Oh, man. It, it's rough. It's really rough getting older. Um, we got some good news this uh, last week or so. Uh, you know, my daughter has scoliosis. Uh, I've been open about that. So they, she went to, you know, she has to go every six months to get like a follow-up. And she goes, she goes in. And they say, well, you outgrew your brace. We need to get a new one. Okay, fine. So the new one is $3,300 out of it, right? So I had a good weekend at the, you know, Squared Circle Expo. So I paid the the (laughs) I paid the $3,300 right, you know, right then and there, paid it off, done. She has a follow-up like two weeks later. She has to go. The doctor, the different doctor, doctor goes, okay, uh, we don't think you need your brace anymore. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Whoa, refund. No, you can't get a refund. Wow. But they, what, what we're doing is for four months, she doesn't wear it during the day. She can wear it at t- bedtime. So she'll wear it to bed. And as soon as she wakes up, she can take it off and then go about her day. And she has to start PT because, you know, when you wear that brace, your muscles deteriorate and you have to rebuild, you know, your muscles and stuff like that. So we have to sign her up for PT soon. But I was like, are you kidding me? Facebook marketplace, half price. (laughs) I mean, not I can't even donate it to somebody because everybody's body is they're custom made. You know oh what I mean? God. But I just There's no money back guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just paid three thousand three hundred dollars. Oh now, my God. And now they're like wean her off it. And I was like, you know, I'll pay a million dollars for my kids, like as any parent would, but when you hear something like that, it's just like, really? <laughs> so Remind me. she doesn't have to wear it, but in, in the same token, they they could have told me that like a month ago. <laughs> Remind me to tell you something about the expo when we're done. Square circle? Remind me to tell you something. Okay. That I heard after we were recording last week. Yep. Can't tell you on the air. <laughs> okay. I know you hate when I do that, but. No, no, I, I don't hate when you do that. The fans hate when you do that. I hate when you say something and you don't tell me either on the air or off the air. Nope. Just remind That's me. That's a douchebag move. I don't have a piece of paper to write it down for myself. I so wrote I'm it down. You. Okay. Remind I wrote me. It, it's written. It's. And I just, since we're in audio, I, I made Francine laugh because I flashed this super chat, super sticker, <laughs> YouTube flag I put up when we do yeah. a live video. So no, but it's like, it, it's like, you know, that's you have nice. insurance. <laughs> yeah, terrible. I mean, I'm, I'm elated for her. Like, she's worn this brace <laughs> over four years. So I'm super happy that she gets to take it off. But like, it was like, a, I don't know how, how the span was of time, but it was like, we bought it. And then it's like, oh, you don't need it anymore. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy that she doesn't need it and she doesn't need the surgery, so we're thrilled. So this that. was you. Thanks. This was you after they uh, they gave you that information. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> My face was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. This was so, you and your husband. Now, an F bomb might have dropped <laughs> too, but you know. 
Hey, life happens, you know, what can, what can you do? Nothing you can do about it. You got to just roll with the punches, but she's healthy. She's getting healthy. And that's the most important part. <laughs> you called, you called one of your friends and then you put him on speakerphone. to update your soundboard <laughs> we got the same three soundboard things going. oh no there's gonna be a ton there's gonna be oh, wonderful. Uh, there, there's gonna be a lot but I can't uh wait. yeah that's crazy well sorry to hear that but no but it's good it's it's good for it's good her. yeah i was gonna say it's sorry to hear that but it's good that you don't have to worry about that part yes thank god it's been a long journey with with that but um you know it's uh it is what it is you gotta keep keep trucking keep on trucking and we will, and we will keep trucking here. Uh, so we're listening to this on audio, Creative yeah. Control Network, uh, where you guys have been getting exclusive audio. Uh, we no longer do our Patreon channel, so this is coming directly to you. But the clips are going up on our YouTube channel, which we do suggest you go over and check out, uh, where we're still posting exclusive member content, and we're going to tell you all about that as the uh, the show progresses here. Um, so we've got some stuff to talk about today, uh, queen of extreme. Um, but where to start, where, where would you like to go? Let's start at the beginning, shall we? <laughs> That's a good, well, point. it was a dark and stormy night way back in the day. Uh, I think it was- uh, let's, let's start with Bret Hart. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good Hart. one. Yeah, oh, I, th- I think that's a good opener. Uh, legend in the business. Uh, I got to meet Brett a bunch of times. I even flew on an airplane with him. As I freaked out because the turbulence was so bad and I thought I was going to die. And he kind of laughed at me. <laughs> yes, him. Right then and there. Laughing. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will He's be. one of the greatest of all time and uh, got to meet uh, his brothers and his dad. And um, at the Terry Funk uh, Amarillo retirement show, we were all there together and is that where the turbulence was? Was on the, the way to that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we. And I don't know how. I guess it was a connection because Brett was sitting right near me. Uh, it was me. It was Balls Mahoney was on that flight. There was a bunch of us. Uh, was it Balls? I can't remember. Was Balls at the Terry? Maybe it wasn't Balls. There was a no, bunch 97. I don't think Balls would have been on that show. Okay, then it wasn't Balls. There was a bunch of us. Maybe I'm thinking of Balls in Japan where he. Had to pretend he was my husband and <laughs> tell him the stewardess, get my wife. And I was like, no, get out of here. Um, yeah, but he uh we were all on that show for uh for Terry together. And I think Brett was making fun of me a little bit because I was very scared. The turbulence was unreal, and I thought we were gonna die, literally. And uh he's kind of laughing at me. He'll probably never remember that, but that's okay. I remember it. <laughs> Well, that was a hell of a show. So he would probably would definitely remember the show. My, oh, he'll remember the, the show. He won't remember, remember the, the show, flight. but not the flight. No, I, I doubt it. He won't remember the flight. So. And we've talked about that show in the past, but that's definitely one I would like to go back to at one point. Sure. I don't think we watched the match that you guys had that uh, we'll that weekend. Watch long. Yeah, I would love to do that. That's uh, okay. that's one of my favorite shows of that era. We, I would love to go back and do that at some point. Sure. Uh, and if anybody's never seen the Bret Hart Terry Funk match from that uh, <laughs> Terry Funk retirement show, wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. I would. If you're a wrestling fan, go back and check that out. But yeah. uh, Bret Hart not happy right now uh, when asked about AW and uh, John Moxley, the hardcore matches. John Moxley. Uh, 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 <laughs> 
habit of bleeding in a lot of his matches. When asked about it, Brett uh, had a quote that I'm going to pull up here. Uh, Sadly, it's getting too phony. I really question the direction that people that are in charge are taking wrestling. AEW has gone in a bad direction with all the violence and gore. I watched an episode uh, Dr. Martha Hart doing her big press conference. I'm watching AEW and John Moxley is sticking a fork in somebody's head for five minutes with a close-up. <laughs> this isn't wrestling. I would recommend turning all that off and not watching because it's not very good. Wrestling is going in bad directions because people don't know what wrestling is or was. <sighs> Where do I begin? I feel like this is the criticism that ECW uh, got for decades. It's a, to this day, we still get criticized. We're the blood and guts company. We're this, we're that, blah, blah, blah. I, I kind of disagree with Brett, and I'll tell you why. If every single match was like this on AEW television, I'd say, you know what? Yeah, it is. It's too much. Every single match is the same. Everybody's bleeding. Everybody, But it's not. It's not. You're giving the people a little bit of the hardcore. You're giving people technical wrestling. If there is a good hodgepodge of different genres of, of you know, people working and, and ways that people are uh, incorporating different things into the matches. I'm all for that because I think that keeps it fresh. And I also think it differentiates AEW from WWE because you're not seeing that kind of wrestling on a WWE television product or television show. Um, So it makes it different. And there's people who like that hardcore style. And who will want to turn into a guy, tune into a guy like John Moxley or Eddie Kingston, or, or doesn't Eddie do that kind of thing as well? It's, it's, yes, Eddie yeah, does yeah. a more rough style. I don't know if it's that much of the hardcore style, but it's more different. of you know like a D- yeah. different than technical wrestling, different than the lucha libre stuff. I think there's a place for everyone in the sport. I think it makes it unique and different. And fun to watch when it's not the same thing over and over again. So, you know, I I understand that Brett doesn't like that type of thing, but that's okay because they're not just doing that. There's plenty other matches that are on the AEW card that he probably would tune in and say, wow, these two guys can go. You got the Daniel Bryan or uh, what's his name now? Brian, Brian Danielson. Danielson uh, you know, um, whoever's working at the time, uh, they're, they're, they're not all blood and guts. And ECW wasn't all blood and guts either. And that's what used to piss me off so much was that they would only see like the balls, Mahoney, Ian Rotten versus the Baldies. And oh my God, that's atrocious. They're bleeding all over the place. This is disgusting. This is, uh, has no part in wrestling and blah, blah, blah. Well, what about the other six, seven matches that were on the card? You know what I mean? Like certain people like certain things. You're trying to draw an audience, a a wide audience. some people like this kind of stuff. That's why companies like GCW, CZW, that's why they're out there. They're drawing fans and people like that kind of thing. So I, I'm going to disagree with Brett on this. Um, again, if every single match 
was blood and guts, I'd say, okay, he's got a point here. But if it's just one match that's like that, I think it's a draw to the program. I think people want to see stuff like that. It's diversity. And I, I, you know, I don't want to be near the blood, (laughs) but watching it from the comfort of my own home, it doesn't really bother me as long as it makes sense. Right. Too, because there, you know, you have to have the storylines make sense. You don't want a guy to just gig to gig. Oh, let's show some blood. I'm just gigging, you know, off of a weak ass chair shot or a weak spot. Make it matter. Make it count. And then it's, you know, it, it's a draw, I believe, to the product. I don't know. Uh, but they were kind of alluding to the fact that. Moxley was just gigging to gig that the last couple months of his AEW return, like every week he's just bleeding for the sake of bleeding in every match. Like he gets punched and then he turns around and now he's bleeding or he's thrown to the outside and he's rammed under the side of the apron and now he's bleeding. And I think what Brett's talking about in showing the fork thing, that's just become part of his, his repertoire and a guy like Brett, who maybe was a part of the belief that AEW was going to be that counter WWE culture, didn't buy into the fact that that included the hardcore style that WWE didn't have. Again, everybody's entitled to their opinion, you know, and, and if you don't like it, simply turn off the television or change the channel. That's all. It's not our our slogan at one point. It's not for everyone. Yeah, remember that we had a T-shirt. We, I mean, we we had it on our commercials. We had it on our television. It's not for everyone. If you don't like it, watch something else. That's what I say. I I think there's a there's a place for that in wrestling. I just feel like if it's done correctly, then I'm a fan of it. Now, if he's just going out there and it's a light tap and he's gigging, I mean, make it believable. Make it do the spot where there's like a huge bump or something that hit him that's, you know, harder than a punch or just make it believable and the fans will buy into it. You know, don't just gig for the sake of gigging. Now we have two other legends commenting here that I'd like to, to read to you. We'll, we'll have one agreeing with Brett and one disagreeing with Brett. Okay. okay. Well, okay. <laughs> the one agreeing okay. with Brett, Jim sure. Cornette on okay. his drive through podcast agreed with Brett Hart on AEW's use of gore saying, it's so obviously phony and over the top that you can't take it seriously. Um, oh, you know, we'll give you another uh, disagreeing wrestling journalist. Bill after disagreed commenting on the wrestle binge podcast. I want I want uh, I want to dwell for a moment on Brett's words about John Moxley sticking a fork on somebody's forehead for like five minutes and the camera going up. I mean, look at butcher. Every match was like that. So that's still old school. So, I, again, I don't watch any wrestling these days. I watch clips. So I I don't want to sound like I'm an expert at AEW matches or anything like that. All I'm saying is I feel like there's a place for it in wrestling. I always have if you do it the right way. If it's done, you know, not in – again, you don't want to insult the fans' intelligence. So to – 
have a pillow hit you and gig off, it would be moronic. You know what I mean? If it's a big bump or if, if something comes in the ring that it has the power to, to bust your skull open and you start bleeding, that stuff is believable. And I don't mind seeing stuff like that in wrestling. You know, I think right. it's a bit much like when they pull out those, um, I don't know, what are they called? The light tubes and start hitting the, the real hardcore right. stuff. Like that to me, that that's barbaric. That's a little too much. And I know there's companies who, who do that and people dig that. And that's fine. If that's what you're into, that's okay. But I feel like a little one blood match doesn't set the tone for the whole show. There's a lot of talented people on that roster. John Moxley included. He can go. He's a brawler. You know, he, he's, he's good at what he does. People love him. Brett, not so much. But he's entitled to his opinion. And again, if you don't like what you're watching, change the channel or turn your television set off. Yeah. I would love to know if Brett had any kind of opinion about ECW back in the day then, because I have to say in comparison to the stuff that goes on now, the light tubes and and the stuff that we've seen evolve post ECW. And granted, I'm going to say this too. I know in Japan and there were, you know, as Cornette would say, the outlaw mud shows that were going on during ECW that were twice as violent. ECW looks almost tame in comparison, but you've said repeatedly Give us the chance to show you that we're not just the blood and guts. We've got your Eddie Guerrero versus Malenko, you know, your Shanes versus Al Snow, you know, your Lance Storms, and you're all these great workers that come through in addition to the barbed wire mayhem and the the balls and axle and all these other types of performers that can give you everything that you want out of an ECW show. I wonder what Brett would have thought about that back in the day. I don't know, but we, I mean, we had such a good mix of everything. And for the time frame that we were in the nineties, yes, we were the edgy company. You know, we were the ones thinking out of the box and pushing the envelope. So for that time, that stuff was considered hardcore craziness. As time has gone on, these companies, they're just taking it to other levels to try and outdo each other. And like, you know, there, there are some things where I look and I'm just like, oh my God, I would never, like, I don't even like to watch it because it's too much for me. And maybe people thought that about us and, you know, back in the day, but I think as time evolves, you have to come up with new things and be creative. And that's what these guys are doing, you know, with these hardcore matches and they're trying to outdo each other. And one of these days, God forbid, somebody's going to die from it because it's just, you know, you, you you take it to a point where it's too far just to get a pop. Right. Just to be the first to do something, uh, which use your brain and think about what you're doing. You know, I, I think what we did. Yeah, some of it might have been a little stupid, but thank God nobody really got hurt. Like, you know super hurt from it but nowadays some of these weapons that they're using and and things that they're doing i just like maybe i'm just uh, old school i I think it's like brett said it's a little too much if the whole show is like that 
I'm not going to be a fan of that company. But if they did like one or two matches like that, and then, you know, you had the technical wrestlers, you had the high flyer, I'd be a fan of it because it's something different. But I just hope that the guys use their brains and, and are safe and know what they're doing because this kind of stuff today in wrestling, it's a bit much. You know, and and people are going to say, you sound like a hypocrite for where you came from. No, because if you put us side by side, it's 100% crazier <laughs> than what we did. We we just innovated the different type of matches that could be had because no one else was doing them back then. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a different generation. And, and maybe maybe you guys had more like you guys maybe fell off of stuff a little bit more than this generation does. Maybe that's what we don't see as much. We see viral clips, but you don't see as much on the mainstream shows, the falls, you know, there's yeah. crash pads. Now back in the day, <laughs> new Jack didn't have no crash pad. On the didn't have, there was, I think it was like New York. There were only one or two uh, states who made us put the blue, the pretty blue pads around the ring. Usually we had no padding. So when you would take a bump to the outside, you're landing on concrete. And I've done that several times. Uh, You know, it doesn't feel good. And imagine coming off the top rope, landing on your back onto concrete. Not good. Get yeah, you that, yeah, yeah, get you that scoliosis brace back. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So, um, you know, in today's world, uh, comparing it to ECW, it's like apples and oranges to me. But I feel like when we did it, it was edgy and it was cool, and it was the you know the outlaw company, and everybody wanted to to see it. And again, we were more than that blood and guts. We had one or two matches that were very extreme, but then you had. Lucha Libre, technical wrestling. We had it all. And if there's a mixture of that on your show, I don't see anything wrong with what John's doing. So, I mean, that's that's my opinion. You know, I, I think it keeps it fresh. It keeps people interested in the product. So many people are saying about WWE, it's the same thing every single match. Lots of talking, not enough wrestling, and it's the same type of wrestling. And I'm not you know, trying to be a downer on the product, because again, I don't watch it. I just read comments online. So I'm just reading what the fans are writing. You have your diehard WWE against your diehard AEW fans. They're always going to clash. But if you don't have diversity, it's kind of like Groundhog Day every match. So I would give the edge to AEW just because of that reason. Because they're they're doing something different that WWE is not doing. I like that. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's the only Moxley stuff probably does stand out because it's a little stiffer and it also has the blood and the mix of that. But I want to point this out too, from maybe the historical point of view, Brett was notorious for, and I love Brett probably in that top five all time for me as a fan, Brett is notorious for sneaking the old blade of Rooney across the old forehead to make the match a little bit more meaningful when the color was banned by the Fed because he thought it would add to the the story, it would add to the psychology Ooh. of the match. So that's where I kind of find it a little interesting. But when Brett says it, I listen because that's a guy, when he talks, it means something. Sure. So when Brett speaks, it means that the 
AEW either has to listen to Brett and make a change. And from what I understand, I think that the next week Moxley might not have bled after these comments came out. So when Brett speaks, I think you got to listen. But I think the 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 comparisons to where ECW criticisms were made over the over time could be seen, you know, as okay, WWE might be still up here, AEW might be down here, but you're always gonna be kind of looking down. And making those comments, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, everybody's entitled to their opinion, you know. And and Brett Bret Hart sure is. He's a legend in this sport. I'm I'm not arguing that fact. I'm just saying, for me as a fan, if I'm gonna sit through two three hours of wrestling these days, I want it to be different, and I want it to keep my attention. So if I see somebody bleeding, whether they gig, whether it's hard way, I'm gonna be like, ooh. What just happened? But I want it to be believable. I don't want it to be off of some little crappy dunk in the head. I, I want to see, boom, I want to see some, you know, heavy action happening to where that gig makes sense. Then there you go. And that's, again, where I'll give Brett, whenever Brett did, have, unless it was a hard way, when Brett did gig it made sense and it and it was a part of the psychology of the match so that's where again best there is best there was <laughs> absolutely best will be i had a bret hart shirt i remember <laughs> i bought it i remember? bought it when i went to raw yeah it was pink <laughs> and white and uh i don't i don't think i have it anymore i have to look for it maybe i do i don't know nope. and that video was just posted for members only in the youtube uh, channel if you go sign up to be a channel member I just posted our uh, video commentary and watch along of Bam Bam Bigelow versus Bret Hart from the July 26, 1993 Monday Night Raw with the Queen of Extreme front row ringside, baby. <laughs> Monday Night Raw at the Manhattan Center. Yep. And that and that one was the trip that I won, I believe. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. That's, that's right. the trip that I won that everybody keeps saying, why were you... On the Lex Express bus. No, I was never on the bus. It wasn't the Lex Express tour. It was the WrestleMania CD album launch. And that show that you see me front row was part of the win. I got two front row seats. So I brought my, I was working at the life insurance company. I brought the girl that I worked with and we had a nice weekend in New York. Gina Del Monte. I knew. Uh, was that her last name? I don't know. <laughs> Just made it up. Oh, okay. Her first name was Gina. I don't I know. Remember I can't remember what her last name was. I'm not going <laughs> to give out her information. No, no, no. I don't think that was her last name, but she was a nice girl. <laughs> I haven't talked to her in 30 years. But uh, yeah. Coming soon to Eyes Up Here, the reunion. <laughs> I of, wish. Uh, insurance <laughs> yeah, uh, call center representatives. <laughs> Imagine if she still works for like uh, like same company or like same. Yeah. Uh, same same business, but she's like, you know, like a uh, high-powered, like, executive. You know what's <laughs> funny, really quickly, side note about that? So that company was in Center City, right? It was on Market Street. And I remember I lived in Philly, and I was moving to Delaware. And I said, well, I can't work here anymore because I'm moving to Delaware. They moved to Delaware. And oh. every time I would drive home, I would pass the building. I was like... Man, I could have continued working there, but I was already in wrestling at the time. But I'm just like, how funny is that? They moved right where I moved, and could have hired you to be a spokesperson. I know. I I don't know if they're still around or not, but um, you know, it's funny. It's funny how things work out. 
Hey everyone, it's the Queen of Extreme Francine, and I just want to talk about HelloFresh. Good food is too precious to waste. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients cut down on your food waste by at least 23% compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and the planet. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Spend less time in the kitchen with quick and easy meals like HelloFresh Fast and fresh pineapple chicken tacos or falafel power bowls ready in 15 minutes or less. HelloFresh is easy to use, everything is in the box, and it's great for people that are on the go or don't really have time to prepare a meal on their own. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Francine50 and use code Francine50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Again, HelloFresh.com slash Francine50 and use code Francine50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Just remember... HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and you heard it right here from the Queen of Extreme Francine on Eyes of Pity. On Monday Night Raw last night, another kind of thing that happens so often is, you know, the microphone on the ring picks up little dialogue. It happens, right? Maybe the camera picks it up on the outside, guys communicating, whatever. But this one that was picked up, I, I found to be nice. It was endearing, but it's probably not supposed to be picked up, but it was caught on camera. I want to play it for you. It was from, it was from Monday Night Raw last okay. night. All right, you see this screen here? Let me bring it up a little bit. There we go. Okay, so this is Solo Sokoa. He is the enforcer of the bloodline. Okay. He is the son of Umaga. Okay. So did you know Umaga? I you know of him? him. I don't know if we've ever met. Um, we might have. I I. I've met so many Samoans. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't I don't think I've met him though. I don't. I, think. All I've heard is you know great, yeah. great nice guy. You know all those Samoans. I, I've never heard an, a mean thing or a nasty mm-hmm. thing about the Samoans. Everybody very nice. I mean, yeah. I, I interviewed a bunch of them. I made a couple of them even cry. They're very oh, yeah. uh, very nice, very nice guys. Uh, so he uh, takes on Rey Mysterio on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Rey Mysterio doing the honors for Solo Sokoa. So check out this uh, this clip. Sure. Samoan Spike Sokoa puts away Rey Mysterio. So he's clearly heard on Mike thanking Rey Mysterio. Oh, I, didn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. You didn't hear it. All right, no. you got to really hear it. You got to listen real close. I'm going to come up to he, the- Yeah, he 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 ducks his head in. Let me re- rewind it here. Samoan Spike Sakoa puts away Raymond. You catch that? No, but I believe. Okay. All right. So he 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 leans his head in. He says, "Thank you." Right on, Mike. You know, you hear it. He talked. You you didn't see him tuck his head in. He says it. Yeah, I saw him tuck his head. I couldn't hear him say thank you. But thank you. I like to see that. You know, I I don't want to hear it because you know it's you probably shouldn't be seeing that. Because of reasons, but sure. I like to see the respect for a veteran, and it, the fact it's coming from one of the Samoan Dynasty members, I think it even adds to the fact that there is still hope <laughs> for oh. the respect of the business. Do you like to see that as a veteran? We've always thanked each other uh, during matches, after matches. Uh, so I, I, I don't see this as being like different or a shock or whatever. 
Um, you always thank the person that you're working with. You always take care of the person you're working with unless a shoot happens. And we've discussed that on other episodes, um, which is unfortunate. But the first thing you do when you come through the curtain, if you're not hurt, is you wait for your opponent to come through the curtain and you embrace them and you say thank you and you go over what you just did. Is there anything we messed up on? Is there anything we can improve on? This is just common courtesy in the business. So we've, we've said it in the ring before, but they're so heavily mic'd. Like you said, like the ring is mic'd. You can hear everything. You know, he might have wanted to wait to get to the back right. to do something like that. But, yeah, it's it's endearing. I mean, you... You're out there protecting each other. You want each other to look good. It benefits both of you. It benefits the company. It helps elevate you. Why would you not thank somebody? It's just, it, it's what's been done for generations. Yeah, it was a great match too. I, I was able to check that out uh, Monday Night Raw last night. You know, the Ray looks very good. And Solo's the next big star, I think next big monster heel that they're building. But, yeah. you know, I mean, they, yes, they, they heavily mic the rings and that kind of stinks. And, you know, yeah, he could have waited maybe two minutes and said it uh, behind the curtain. But, you know, talking in the ring, it gets picked up. You know, what do you sure. do in that in that situation? Do you anytime, try to hide it? <laughs> anytime that I noticed two guys leaning over to each other. I, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, they're calling a spot. They're talking about something. So I would try to pull a distraction, bang on the mat, make the crowd come up to cover that so that nobody can hear what they're talking about. Um, Because at times, if especially if I saw things go uh, not the way they're supposed to go, you know, sometimes things happen cover some stuff up you don't ever want to (laughs) let the fans hear a spot being called or something being you know discussed in the ring so i always tried to keep my eyes open and not taking away from them because to me that's a dull spot right there nothing's going on they're they're going over something so you tried to get the, the crowd into you bang on the mat a little bit you clap your hands you turn around and you make them you know, give them the finger or as if you're a heel, just something to where they collectively make a noise and they cannot hear what's going on in the ring. But for something like this, a thank you. It's the end of the match. You can't, you can't hide something like that. So, you know, endearing. Yes. Um, now I wouldn't have picked that up because I, you played it twice for me. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Um, maybe some people missed it. You have ears like radar. I don't know. You you heard <laughs> you got your your headphones on too. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's been done. It's nothing new to thank the person you're working with. And if you don't right. thank them, you're just a dick. <laughs> right. No, I understand it's nothing new to thank them, but I just, yeah. you know, I like the fact that it's a guy that, he, you know, he's clearly on the rise. He's got that yeah. pedigree. Well, of, you have um, a legend p- putting you yeah. over. So of course you're gonna he's passing the torch on, which is something we talked about. What was it last week or so? I mean, it's yep. it's great. It, it, excuse me, it's a great moment for him, and he should be thanking him. But you know, maybe next time thank him when there's no mic involved and yeah, <laughs> people can't hear you. But and yeah, you, and we'll do a watch along, and I love when you'll say like, oh, you know, now uh, they're you know they missed a spot, and then you see them 
down and the hair's over the face. And, you know, you, you can tell that's where they, they, they're, they're covering get, it. Yeah. They're getting themselves back together. Sure. And then they're, they're getting themselves back up. So, you know, you've pointed them out to me before where, okay, yeah, that's where they're getting a regroup session. Um, yeah. And or fans, they're just in the corner and you hear it. Well, fans might not know that, you know, right. but that, that's what's going on or somebody's hurt. So we have to figure out, you know, what's our next move here. And it's, you know, that's why it's nice to have a manager at ringside because they can help, you know, take the attention off of them and bring it on to, you know, whoever is on the outside and try to buy a couple minutes to regroup and, and, you know, get the match going and maybe take it home. I don't know. Um, Sometimes you have to think on the fly. And uh, that's that's part of wrestling. I mean, there's I don't know if they had a delay going with this one, but all they could have actually done is gone to another camera and they wouldn't have picked up that mic. And the shot that we well, they just didn't know off. it was coming. Right. But if they picked they up another have, camera angle, but they couldn't have switched it. They didn't know it was coming. No, I, but if they were on a delay, the truck is going to hear him saying those words. They could have picked up another yeah, angle. Maybe they, they weren't on the delay. From another, but that's what I'm saying. If they yeah. might not have had the delay going, no. they could have picked it up from this guy's side or from yeah. you know, the other side. But again, side of the ring. not everybody, I didn't hear it. I I just didn't hear it. So this is what I was trained to do when I worked there. <laughs> so that's why another reason why I saw this on Twitter, but that's when I went back and listened to it. But this is what, when I sat in the production studio, you had to go back and you had to say, okay what camera do we have to pick up and switch to when, you know, there was obvious talking or where there was a shot to the head and they had to change the camera angle. So was this called out on Twitter or is this you calling it? out? No, no, this was called out. This oh, called it was out. called out. Okay. Yeah. Well, eh, worse things have happened. You know, I don't think it's a big deal. It's fine. No, not a big deal, but I just, again, no. good job on solo. He's on the rise. Yeah. Good for him. And, uh, those Samoans, man, can't uh there, can't there's like a million. Down. There's a million. There's more coming. They're, hey, they're they're all super talented. We love them. Bring it. Bring it. So bring it. All right. That's uh, that's all I got for you this week. Yeah. That was a, a pretty good discussion, I thought. Um, you know, what do you think about the uh the Bret Hart um you know, Bret Hart or uh, uh Bret against Bill Apter? Jim Cornette against Bill Apter. I mean, where, where do you guys lie? You know, yeah, it's. It, I would love to know what people think about that. That's, yeah, let uh, us know. That's a great one because it's funny. You know, Bill Apter, you would think would be so like on the same page as those it's guys. Hit, baby. Yeah, Bill's he's hit. so like in sync with the current landscape. <laughs> I love Bill. He's so great. Yeah, I just just out of curiosity. I know it's it's probably going to be a 50-50 split, but um, you know, to each their own. You like what you like. What are you going to do? Very true. So, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, uh, I want to uh, just take the time to uh, send everybody over to the Queen of Extremes YouTube channel. The Eyes Up Here experience trudges on the month of April as we uh, take everything over there, the entire content library uh, and beyond. We've done uh, one live show so far since we've moved over, but we've got more in the works. Um, well, well, let's announce it. We're going to do next week, uh, Thursday night. Se- uh, what's the date next week? Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the lovely Colt Cabana will be our live guest. 
on the uh, show. Called Boom Boom Cabana. Is that is that what it is? Okay. Boom um, Boom Boom. He is boom, confirmed. Boom. I wasn't aware of the confirmation. Yes, I forgot to tell you. Uh, oh, jeez. So- Wait, oh, did you wait a second? Hold on. It, it is would that be... breaking news? Is that breaking news? Oh, wait. Hold on. Breaking news on Eyes of Beer. Cult Cabana joined. Uh, April 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will have the lovely Cult Cabana live on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, come on over and. Uh, Get those super chats ready and ask Colt a question, and you can win some free merch. Well, not free, but five bucks. Get you entered into a drawing for merch. And it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Yeah, but come over to support us on uh, YouTube. Uh, get your channel membership. New content being added. Uh, the night we uh, record with Colt, we will then record another YouTube member exclusive that will be uh, added to your YouTube membership uh, library, which is only for the YouTube members. Uh, it looks like the, uh, the the one that we added about Squared Circle Expo was a hit. People were uh, enjoying that one. So what are you missing? Just get on over there. It's uh, at the Queen of Extreme Francine ECW. Uh, you could also type in ECW Diva Francine into the search box. You could type in Eyes Up Here Francine. You could type in Queen of Extreme Francine podcast, whatever it takes with Francine, ECW, Queen of Extreme, <laughs> Francine, Eyes Up Here, algorithm, it'll get you there. We're, 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 work, we're working the algorithms, folks, to uh, get you over to uh, YouTube, and uh, we're trying, so please support us, right? Anything else you want to add to that? Uh, no, we'd love to have you. Uh, subscribing is free. So you hit hit that subscribe button, and if you want to be a channel member, it's five ninety nine a month for exclusive content, and no one else can see. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have and uh, uh, early access to videos. So mm-hmm. not all of them, but some of them I'm uploading there first, and then releasing a couple of days afterwards. So early access and the exclusive content, and our huge friggin' just ginormous content library do you realize how many shows we've done four well, shows a, a week for four we're going years. on four years so yeah we've done a lot of shows and um we've got content for the next decade i think so we're, we're just trying to you know my goal by december was to get the channel up to ten thousand subscribers and we're we're slowly climbing the ladder so it's about to hit seven yeah so uh, today. I'd, I'd appreciate if you just hit that subscribe button and then if you want to be a channel member, we'd love to have you. Um, I also want to just promote really quickly May 20th with the Chadster Middletown, New Jersey uh, wrestle show. <laughs> love that name. Great name. <laughs> Great wrestle name. show is in the, his house. Uh, Sandman and I will be signing. Uh, what is it? 10 to three. Uh, 10 to three is the show. Yes. Or 11 to four. I, I don't know. It's 10 to, 10 to three. 10 to three. Okay. Uh, we'll have all kinds of merchandise with us. So if you, you know, anybody from the tri-state area, come on down, meet me and the hackster and, and the chadster. Yeah. We'd love to see you in person and, uh, talk EC dub and sign your memorabilia. So that's my next appearance. I got some time off now and I'll be concentrating on youtube for the next month so the middletown sports complex there you go 
Uh, and all the information is on my Twitter. It's on Chad's Twitter. Um, and it's in Hack's heart because God bless him. <laughs> he, he's not a social media guy, but, uh, you know. Oh, and IBExclusives.com. There you go. There you go. And I did send a new T-shirt over to uh, PWTs. So um, it's supporting the podcast. So hopefully that'll be up soon. They have it. Uh, they're putting the finishing touches on it. So when that's up, I'll let y'all know as well. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, if you want to follow me, it is at Chad EMB on Twitter, at IB Exclusives on Instagram. And my website is IBExclusives.com, where there is more information about Wrestle Show. And, and and sending things in for and for sending us. things in for right. the Queen of Extreme and the Sandman. So go to ibexclusives.com, head to the signings tab, and you could click on Francine or you can click on the Sandman's uh, individual link, and it'll give you all the information on how to send in your item for uh, Sandman or Francine. And actually, if you want, you can pre-order a Francine 8x10 and specify in the notes if you would like it personalized. So all go. on ibexclusives.com. Okay. And if you want to follow me uh, across the board for on social media, you can find me at ECWD for Francine. And with that, that is a wrap. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Wednesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.